how they can let me see like mirror in front of me, they all just like that. Yeah. But you can't really orient west because it's right, so people yeah. have center table. Yeah, and then left field was or toward the left side. So and you'll remain just Test. Test one, two. Test one, two. Testing one, two, three. Audio. Testing. Audio one, two, three. Test one, two, three. Testing. Good. All right. Obviously, the cabin, the right. all the key people. 
Okay. Yeah, just, just working through the processes. Because 2028 is coming before you know. Well, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's like, well, we've had it for years. Like, so what yeah. the hell is that? Oh yeah, I'll be here. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I want to come. I want to come in a couple days early, and I know yeah. that Lee works there. They're going to tour us around the paddock and everything. So I'm really curious to see how they do the operations. And you know, um, Liberty Media is our partner because they own Braves, so we know all this kind of stuff. Hey, how have we been running? Wow, yeah, yeah. 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 A lot of content. A lot of content. Yeah, that good. I've been to, I've been to, yeah, I've been to You know, if you go in the bowels of the stadium, they have a blue wall sign from All Star Game in <laughs> It is kind of falling apart, but it's. Yes. That's I'm just here about now. It's Get ready for Super Bowl. Just, just that. Makes a village. Very 
Yeah, there next year. Well, we did have in the pouches. I think in the sounds like ski areas, I guess. Yes, you know, the roads up there are the best roads Well, no, I mean, from the speeds, I Yeah, so I'm 
Jeremy, so I'm seeing you saying that. Yes. That's interesting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's happening in your world, Lawrence. I'll call, I'll call you back. Yeah, I think I'm there. 
image. Afternoon, everybody. Uh, we will call the August 24th, 2023 Las Vegas Stadium Authority Board meeting to order. Um, we'll uh, call a roll real quickly. Um, Vice Chair Epstein and Ms. Aguera Klein um, are not able to be here. Uh, I, see, I see Mr. Zanella, Ms. Jones Blackhurst, Mr. Newcomb on the screen, uh, Mr. White, Mr. Taberti are unable to be here. Uh, Mr. Weekly is here, and so we have a quorum. Um, also want to recognize um, Mr. Diaz, um, who is uh, also joining us online. Thank you. And I'd like to welcome uh, our state treasurer, Zach Conine, uh, to our board. Uh, pleased to have you and uh, really look forward to your contribution. Uh, and it's great to work with you over the last few months. Happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Um, okay, we will move on to agenda item two, public comment. Is there any member of the public uh, that would like to address the board? Strange guy in the green Yes, tie. exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say hi, Dave Cavill, president of the A's, obviously very excited about working with this organization uh, to bring the Major League Baseball team to the Tropicana site to work through SB1, get all the documents established and work in a very collaborative and positive way. And so um, obviously we have a lot of work to do. We just filed our relocation paperwork and we look forward to the league processing that in a really um, uh, positive fashion as soon as possible. But at the same time, wanted to engage everyone here and just make sure people know uh, that I'm gonna be running points on this. If you have any questions, we wanna have openness, transparency, a lot of communication to ensure we get a great outcome, not only with all the documents, but just to ensure that we can have a great community benefits agreement and that the team can enter the market in a really positive way, which is what we want to do. So we're excited to be here, and I just wanted to say hi to everyone and just, you know, obviously say, I know we have a lot of work to do in the future, but we look forward to working together. So thanks. Thank you, Mr. Cowell. Um, this will be the easiest uh, Stadium Authority Board meeting you'll have for a little while. So. <laughs> yeah, nice to be Good afternoon, Mr. Chairman and board members. I'm here on behalf of National Association of Minority Contracts in Nevada chapter. 
Um, the current treasurer, NAMAC is the oldest minority association in the United States with 23 chapters throughout the country. The members of our board welcome any discussion and they offer their assistance to the Las Vegas Stadium Authority regarding continued opportunity at NWBEs as the Legion Stadium in light of the capital improvement, as well as any opportunities to participate in the construction of the Las Vegas Ace uh, Stadium and ensure there's level playing field for everyone. And I also want to um, comment, I know he's not here, Mr. Tommy White, I want to congratulate him on the, the agreement that we've come up with, with through the association. It's been a, a great help for us and also want to congratulate Dr. Weekly for his appointment to the board and also use that. So thank you. Great. Thank you. Anybody else? Okay, thanks. Um, with that, we'll open agenda item three, uh, which is the approval of the agenda. Uh, if the board's had an opportunity to take a look at the proposed agenda, if there are no deletions or inclusions, I'd entertain a motion to approve. We have a motion. So moved. Second. Second. Motion is second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Great. Thank you. Um, just want to make um, probably more than my normal share of comments. Um, just to talk a little bit about um, the agreement with the A's, um, that the law that was passed actually uh, during the last uh, special session, um, kind of the process that will take place here at the Stadium Authority uh, and what um, the role of the Stadium Authority Board will be. Um, as you know, during the uh, most recent special session, the legislature, uh, we passed SB1. Um, the the deal that was put in place, and you can all read this, I imagine many of you already have, um, is that um, between the state and the county, um, up to um, $380 million will be contributed uh, to the construction of a baseball stadium that, um, according to the law, is required to be uh, at the Tropicana site on the southeast corner of Tropicana uh, and Las Vegas Boulevard. Um, in all likelihood, and we talked about this with the legislature, it will not turn out to be um, all of the $380 million. It will depend on um, how much can be um, bonded. It's possible that uh, interest rates fall and revenues uh, are projected to be enough to get to that $380 million. Um, but it seems that it'll be somewhat less, but not, you know, not significantly less than that $380 million. Um, the A's are responsible and have taken on the responsibility for all of the other costs of building the stadium. Um, that's the budgeted cost uh, and contingency that's included and any cost overruns from there. Um, that $380 million of funding um, comes from bonds that the county will issue um, that uh, are funded and repaid um, through taxes that are generated in what we are calling um, the Sports and Entertainment Innovation District. Um, which will be a line drawn around the stadium land uh, there on the Tropicana site. Um, the taxes that are generated within um, that district um, will be uh, used to um, repay the bonds, and then we'll have a waterfall that's relatively similar uh, to the waterfall we have in the bond process with the Raiders. Um, the state, uh, through the Treasurer's Office, has um, offered a credit enhancement um, to um, that bond process. We think that will add approximately $25 million uh, in value uh, to that bond uh, issuance. Um, the state has off also offered 
$180 million in transferable tax credits, um, $120 million of which uh, would be repaid uh, through the revenue generated in that uh, same district. Um, and then the county, in addition to uh, issuing the bonds and uh, using their general obligation to stand uh, behind those bonds, uh, has also offered a development credit uh, as the A's work with the county to develop or to enter into a development agreement. Uh, and that uh, development credit is $25 million. So this may end up in the, if you added it up now, in the $330, $350 million general range. Um, that sports and entertainment uh, and innovation district, which I am going to refer to in the future as the SEID, because I can't say all the four of those words at the same time, um, cannot be created until a few things have happened. Um, the highlights of which are Major League Baseball approving the relocation of the A's to Las Vegas, the A's agreeing to move to Las Vegas. And um, if you read the law, this can be a little bit hard to discern but a little later in the law, it says that that district cannot contain either now or in the future, uh, or as soon as it's created and in the future, um, anything that is a hotel. Uh, it uh, doesn't say that exactly. It references the statutes uh, that define um, these um, and business entities, uh, and it can't be a gaming entity. So that district cannot be created uh, until the Tropicana is no longer uh, in that area on that site. Um, so there will be no revenue stream um, generated uh, until that district is created. Um, so that'll be some time in the future, and I'll talk about the ramifications of that in just a minute. Um, our job, as it has been with the Raiders uh, deal, is to make sure that the law is followed uh, and to make sure that the public um, gets the deal that is contained in that law. Um, we have a very similar set of documents um, that we need to negotiate with the A's over the next 12 months. We're going to get this done uh, hopefully in 12 months um, and actually 10 now. Um, the 12-month time frame uh, expires in the middle of June of next year. Um, we intend to get it done by then. Uh, the board has the ability to extend that timeline um, by six months if we are not concluded with that work. Um, by that time. Um, the fact that we have been through this already um, was helpful in the legislative process. I anticipate that it will be helpful um, in the process for the Stadium Authority Board as well. Um, the major documents are the same, uh, at least from a title standpoint. Uh, we have a development agreement, a lease agreement, a non-relocation agreement that we have to um, work with the A's uh, to uh, finalize. Um, and then there is also a community benefits agreement. Um, this is different. Uh, and if you read uh, the law, um, there's a, a different process um, to reach the conclusion of what uh, that benefit plan will be. Um, in the Raiders deal, uh, their requirement was to identify the plan and then live by the plan that they had identified. Uh, in this particular case with the A's, um, it is intended to be an agreement uh, that is negotiated with the stadium authority, although there are a number of terms that are outlined in the law, including the investment that, thankfully, the generous investment that the A's are going to make uh, in that community benefit plan, which is $2 million or 1% of ticket revenue, whichever is more. Um, they will also be making 
contributions to these efforts uh, prior to the stadium opening. Um, that's half a million dollars a year. Um, and so we need to go through that process. And then also in the law, um, the stadium authority is required to appoint a director um, to oversee um, the efforts of uh, the community benefit plan or agreement um, and basically staff a uh, seven person um, oversight committee. Um, in this particular case, the um, seven uh, representatives on that oversight committee or the, the way they are appointed is outlined in law as well. Uh, the governor will get an appointment, the majority leader and the speaker will as well. Clark County will get two and the stadium authority board will get two as well, including um, the chair of that committee. Um, because there will be no funding available to fund this effort, um, and I'll, I'll back up a step first. Um, we will account uh, for the work of the stadium authority board um, in terms of the work and the cost um, to oversee the Raiders um, part of the stadium authority's responsibility and separately um, the A's portion of the stadium authority's responsibility. Um, that's important to do um, because as um, you collect revenue in the process, however the revenue stream or wherever the revenue stream comes from, um, down that waterfall, um, some of that revenue um, inures to the benefit um, of either the Raiders or the A's. And so co-mingling expenses um, would serve to um, cause that calculation uh, to be unfair and not what is intended in either of the laws, the bills that were passed and the laws that were, that the law that will be in place. So we will uh, keep track of the work and the cost separately. Um, but until there is a revenue stream, we still want to pay our vendors, our consultants, our legal and accounting work and help um, for their work along the way. So we will basically borrow from the revenue stream um, that is available to us from the Raiders. We will keep track of that. Once there is a revenue stream in place, uh, we will repay from um, that revenue stream uh, to make them whole. Um, as a part of this, um, Applied analysis um, worked for the A's during the legislative session, providing uh, analysis that um, was obviously very helpful in understanding um, how this deal would work, um, what the benefit to the public would be, um, and they are going to continue to do that work for the A's. Um, because of that, um, they are going to be stepping away from doing the administrative work uh, here at the stadium authority. Um, and I'm proposing that uh, that administrative work uh, be basically subcontracted and brought what I consider in-house um, at the LVCVA. Um, I recommend a process. Uh, a part of that process includes if any member of the board um, has any concern about that, I'm gonna ask you to reach out to um, Brian Gordon or anybody at Applied Analysis, uh, let them know that. Um, I am going to ask Lawrence Epstein, um, because I'm obviously on both sides of that conversation, I'm going to ask Lawrence Epstein to take the lead uh, in negotiating uh, an agreement with the LVCVA if the board doesn't express any concern between now and then. Um, and to try and have that done, it should be a pretty straightforward agreement where we will take 
largely the agreement that applied analysis has with the stadium authority, turn it into a format um, that is used for agreements between governments that we call an interlocal agreement. Um, it's just a little bit different language and form, um, but the content would, in, from our intention, would be the same uh, from a scope of work standpoint, um, and then uh, in the schedule of costs. Um, I'm going to ask Lawrence uh, to work with Ed Finger, uh, who we'll talk about here a little more in just a minute, who is our CFO at the LVCVA, um, to reach that agreement so that we could take it to our board uh, in uh, at our September 12th board meeting, uh, hopefully receive approval from them and then bring it back uh, to the next uh, stadium authority meeting um, in September um, for your consideration. Steve? So, yeah. I, I just have a question, which is, sure, Jim. you know, I thought applied analysis had always done terrific work. We all did. And, and I understand the appearance of a conflict since they worked on the ACE negotiation at the legislature, but although not paid, the LBCBA did as well. And I'm just wondering, is there a do I have a conflict? Is that the uncomfortable question? No, no, not you at all. No. <laughs> is there really okay. a conflict with applied analysis? I mean, we're, we're turning it over to LVCVA. LVCVA also worked on it. I'm, I'm... Sure. I, I, under, I think I understand the question. Um, and I'll, I'll address mine as well. Um, the From a, a, a conflict standpoint with the LVCVA, we worked um, to help bring this project uh, in what we feel is not only a responsible, but a pretty spectacular way uh, for this community. We feel like that's our job on a daily basis. We work on all kinds of different events, uh, different um, venues, and um, that is you know, what we're here and paid to do. Um, we did not receive any compensation from the A's uh, to do that. We did that because we get paid by the public um, to advance um, tourism and uh, you know, create a, a benefit for our community and our state. Um, and so from an LVCVA standpoint, um, there, there is certainly no um, conflict there at all. Um, during the process, um, applied analysis certainly did absolutely nothing wrong, um, but received compensation from the A's uh, working through the legislative session and are going to continue to do that. Um, and so that's uh, why we think that change um, is appropriate. Okay, thank you. Mr. Weekly? No, you don't have to. No, okay. okay, I appreciate that. How soon uh, you forget? I know, right? <laughs> right. Used to be in this seat. Thank you so very much. Um, I appreciate the uh, transparency and I appreciate the explanation that you put on the record. It, it means a lot because I did have a conversation and I asked some of those similar questions. Thank you, uh, Mrs. Blackhurst, for for the questions because you're you're spot on. Because I I'm still trying to figure it out in my head here in terms of what is the um, actual appearance or possibility of a conflict. But you did explain that that applied analysis will go on to continue to um, work with the A's. Now, in reference with you, I guess the question that I have is uh, Lawrence Epstein will negotiate um, this MOU or or a contract, should I say? It's, is that what you stated? Yes. 
Okay, but then after that's done, you will then come back and what? Take your your rightful place as the chairman and what? You, you because you're stepping away from it because there's an appearance of a conflict or explain that to me because what will happen is in my mind Lawrence Epstein will work out all the specifics um, with uh, Mr. Finger, who I'm sure y'all will figure that out. But then you'll come back and be the chairman of this board. Um, but you work for the LVCVA, and then you're the chairman of the Stadium Authority Board. Explain that to me. Sure. Um, and during the time that I'm asking our vice chair to do this, Mr. Mm -hmm. Epstein, um, I won't. I'll still be the chair of the board. Um, I'm just saying, from a financial negotiation standpoint. The stadium authority needs a um, arm's length person representing them in this conversation mm -hmm. to make sure that the stadium authority feels like they have um, the right deal with the LVCBA. And if they don't, then I'm sure Lawrence will say so. Um, but um, once that agreement is put in place, then it's just the, the time that the LVCBA spends that we will bill. Um, the stadium authority for that work. Hmm. Okay, but what does that do in the event or someone may have a thought of, well, Steve Hill is the only paid board member of the stadium authority board. Um, Mr. Weekly, I, I will not be paid for the work that I'm doing on the stadium authority. Just our staff that does the administrative work. But the LVCBA is taking the work in house, in which right. you work for the LVCBA. That's right. It's just a pure cost reimbursement. Okay. okay. Yeah. Anybody else? Okay. Um, do want to say a couple other things. Um, it has been a distinct pleasure to work with everybody at Applied Analysis um, over the past seven years, eight years, something like that. Long time. Um, eight, really, since 2015. Um, you have all done important and great work um, that, um, yes. frankly, has laid a groundwork for this community that will last um, generations, really, um, because these facilities will be here for a long time. And um, as we know now, um, many um, cities across the country, as they look at um, building their own stadiums, are modeling a lot of what they do after the work uh, that you all did. Uh, and I uh, just want to say thank you for that. Um, in particular, I want to say thank you to Jeremy. Um, there are a few people who, um, without their work, um, we wouldn't have Allegiant City. We would not have the Raiders here. Um, and that's a relatively small group of people. Um, Jeremy brings um, a combination of talent, work ethic, and commitment to this community that um, is not matched um, and is impossible to replace. Um, I am thrilled that you will still be in this conversation because we would miss you terribly if you were not. Um, so thank you for all that you've done. Um, I want to introduce everybody to Ed Finger, uh, who is our CFO uh, and is a lot more than that here at the LVCVA. Um, 
he is one of if, well, one of a handful of people that I have enjoyed working with and admired working with uh, the most in my career. Um, Jeremy's not replaceable, but uh, we get pretty close with that. So <laughs> it's, that's, that's a, that is a high compliment. Um, so thank you for being willing to do this, Ed. Um, and with that, I'll ask if the board has any other questions or comments. Yeah, Mr. Chair, Mike, I'd just like to second that. And uh, Brian, Brian, Justin, Debbie, especially Jeremy, you know, from day one with JUA and from me personally and all of you, we couldn't have got to, through it without without all your help. And just thank you so much. Yeah. Good job. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, we will close agenda item four, open agenda item five. Uh, the board's had an opportunity to uh, review the minutes from January 27th to 2023. Um, I'd entertain any um, suggested edits, and if not, I'd entertain uh, a motion to approve. So, Mr. Motion Chair, there, there was a, um, it, it's just a typo, but uh, on this, on item number two, when talking about speakers, it says uh, there be, being on persons. There were no persons speaking um, on the on the January twenty third, the January meeting. Okay, great. We will uh, correct that. Any others? Okay, with that uh, edit in mind, uh, we have a motion and a second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you. Uh, agenda item six, um, same content on a different day, um, May 18th of 2023. Um, the board's had an opportunity to review those minutes, um, accept any edits, and if not, a motion to approve. Second. Motion to second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Great. Thank you. Um, agenda item seven, I will turn it over to Mr. Gordon. Great, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Brian Gordon, for the record. Um, I just wanted to uh, first, oh, is the audio coming through? Yes, yes. Okay, great. Um, sorry, I just couldn't hear it in the room here. Um, I, I just wanted to express our appreciation for the opportunity to, to work with you, the, the board, prior board members, past and present. Um, my business partner, as you eloquently described, his skills, ability, and dedication. Um, I'm, I'm a little biased, but I tend to agree with you. So um, I also wanted to just invite him up to speak uh, for a minute, and then we'll get into more of the uh, administrative uh, business that we have on the agenda today. Mr. Chairman, with your, with your permission, um, I sat down and tried to draft a couple of comments and found that it was nearly impossible for me to be able to do that. Um, I did not want to miss the moment to express my thanks to you and to everyone on the SNTIC board, everyone past and present on the Stadium Authority Board for everything that they've done. Um, what started in 2016 as a concept and an idea that you reminded me all the time, this community knows how to get things done, has turned out to be more than I think any of us could have ever imagined. And I think so many people went up to the legislature and, and made a promise to the people of Nevada in terms of what we would do and how we would do it and all of those type of things. Um, 
this stadium authority board has fulfilled that promise. And I think credit has to also be given to the Raiders and, and, and the, the folks at the Sands, past and present. Um, you mentioned some of these tremendous people that I get to work with every single day. Um, I think Brian Haynes was his first project that we worked on at Applied Analysis and went up and got it done. And there've been some late nights, some crazy arguments and discussions, ones that at some point we'll probably all sit around and look back and laugh about a little bit. Um, there've been some pretty fun barbecues put on by Tommy White, make things kind of happen. But it's been a special and remarkable experience. And as I look back at these years and look at where we are today, um, it reminds me of just how lucky we are to live in this community and how um, incredible this community can identify opportunities, develop opportunities, and find ways to do it right. Elected officials, business owners, stakeholders, sports teams have found a way to make it happen. And that is something we ought not to take for granted. And as I close, um, so Chairman, I don't know exactly how to thank you for the long journey we have been on. Um, I you answer the phone at ridiculous times of the night and we talked about all kinds of crazy things that happened uh, during this period. Um, but all the while, um, you kept this moving in the right direction. You kept it steady, you, you kept it together and made sure um, that all parties fulfilled their obligation to the state of Nevada. This stadium authority board, us as consultants, the county, which was remarkable throughout this entire process, the stadium authority board and everyone else. I, like you said, it is a model in terms of how to do it right. And I am, I am grateful for the partnership and the leadership. So thank you to you and everyone else that's been involved. Thank you. I'll also echo Jeremy's comments and our team has been tremendous. You see some of them here today, but there's been a lot of people involved in this process, as you know, uh, Mr. Chairman. So um, we couldn't have done it without them. So thank you everybody, appreciate it very much. Uh, we will move on to more business related activities here uh, on agenda item number seven, which is to receive the report on some of the administrative items in your board packets uh, for the members and on the website at LV Stadium, uh, uh, LVStadiumAuthority.com. You've got uh, the backup, which includes the room tax revenue summary reports. Uh, the first item under uh, agenda item uh, number seven is the monthly reports. You can see in the latest month, we've uh, reported about $4.3 million in terms of room tax collections. There are still a couple of entities that are uh, reporting, so that's an incomplete number. Uh, but I think the most important element to look at is towards the right, the fiscal year for all of fiscal year 2023. Uh, the stadium authorities collected about $60.5 million, uh, which is up about 17.5% from the prior year. And again, that number is likely to rise as some of that additional room tax revenue data rolls in. Uh, at the bottom, you see a trailing 12 months through May, which is the latest complete information at almost $61 million. There's a second schedule behind that that contains also the comparisons to 2019. This was something we produced, started producing around uh, the height of COVID-19 to get a sense of where we were at tracking relative to prior to the pandemic. Uh, and you get a sense that we've also exceeded those uh, performance levels overall. 
There's also uh, the other document that we have tended to refer to and review periodically at the board meetings, which is the financial summary document dated August 2023 at the top. The first half of the schedule itself, again, demonstrates that the stadium had been fully funded. We closed out all of the administrative and financial functions related to that earlier this year, as we've talked about. And then importantly, at the bottom are the finances of the stadium authority. Uh, through uh, the fiscal year 2023, uh, again, we're still fine-tuning these numbers, but revenues exceeded the budget by about $9.5 million. You see some of the allocated uses of those dollars, primarily from a budgeting standpoint, but if you drop down to the bottom left of that schedule, what you will see are the operating expenses for the authority itself, totaling about $310,000 uh, under budget by about $2 million overall. Um, and you'll see some additional numbers on the schedule, including bond reserve waterfall amounts, really a budgeted amount there of about eight and a half million dollars and other waterfall funding. Uh, the, 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 the story here, I think, is also the debt reserve funding that you're seeing on the right of that particular schedule, demonstrating that the reserves, the two-year reserve requirement, stands at about 93% today. We have funded $84 million out of the $90 million requirement, leaving about uh, $6.1 million to be funded. Uh, as this audit for fiscal year 2023 uh, for the Stadium Authority closes out, uh, we will start to see um, those waterfall calculations and ultimately the funding allocable back towards that debt service reserve fund, which should be fully filled uh, in the next few months. So we will be there relatively shortly. So a sharp contrast where from where we were just two, uh, two and a half years ago when we were borrowing from this fund uh, to service uh, the debt, this will now be fully funded up to two years worth of debt service requirements. Um, that concludes the summary or the overview of the financial report. I'm happy to answer any questions if there are. Any questions for Mr. Gordon? Okay, move on, thank you. Move on to agenda item eight. Um, turn it over to Mr. Feldman, I think, is that right? That's correct. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Good to see everyone again. Uh, before I start, uh, I also wanted to uh, take an opportunity to thank Applied Analysis and Jeremy and Brian and Brian um, on behalf of the Raiders, past Raiders, present Raiders. Um, I've been fortunate to be a part of this process since the beginning um, and get to learn from this group uh, over, over the last five, six years. It's been a privilege um, and as everyone knows, we're thrilled to be here and uh, Thank you for all the help and support getting this fund. On quarter two of 2023, uh, a little lighter on the events, uh, we had Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then we had the uh, Nations League semifinals and final soccer games. Only three events in quarter two, um, but it did give us the opportunity to host a lot of private events as well as operate our tour business for 71 days. Um, that's That's really big for us when we do have a lot of publicly ticketed events and load-ins and load-outs, it, it takes a little bit of a hit to our tour business. So being able to operate in uh, April, May, and June was really big. Um, we also took advantage of the last three months, uh, putting in six new concession uh, lanes that are checkout free. It's our zip-in stores, which have seen really good success at the stadium, uh, a nice guest enhancement um, and frictionless opportunity for visitors. 
Uh, and then we finished off our 16 new club suites. Those opened a couple months ago, but having that three month window um, with a few less events to be able to knock out that construction was really big for us. Happy to answer any questions on the quarter two stadium activity. Any questions for Mr. Feldman? Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. Um, open agenda item nine. Um, receive an overview from um, the Las Vegas Stadium Events Company and how the utility of the stadium has been maximized. Mr. Feldman. Thank you. Uh, just to summarize the last 12 months, uh, we've hosted 39 public events, 164 private events, and brought in over 1.6 million visitors through the stadium in that time. Uh, in that 12 month window, all those numbers are higher than the previous 12 month window. So we're proud of that. We're proud that the stadium continues to see a lot of visitors and successful events. Um, we've continued to bring in a variety of events, uh, obviously, in addition to football. We've had a host of concerts, international concerts, um, and international soccer. So we will continue to do that going forward. And then uh, one of our bigger wins was landing the final four for 2028. Uh, we continue to look for big, big global scale events. Uh, we're in the process of working on a few more um, and look forward to hosting those in the future. Great, thank you. Uh, any other questions for or any questions for Mr. Feldman? Great, thanks, Adam. Appreciate you being here. Thank you. Um, agenda item ten, um, super board uh, report from our independent auditors um, regarding their audit. Jeez, audit of the Las Vegas Stadium Events Company. Friends from KPMG are here. Well, thank, thank you, Chairman Hill, Rick Arpin, managing partner with KPMG Las Vegas, here with. Todd Rutness, the audit partner on the uh, stadium company. It's our pleasure to be here. Um, I was thinking that anyone up here before the board might get some F1 tickets, but there's nothing other than minutes up here. So I'm kind of out of luck there, but um, pleasure to be here. Um, uh, if you'll indulge me before I turn over to Todd, um, uh, you don't have to twist my arm as a person who's been part of this process to echo the thanks and appreciation for the applied analysis team. Um, really uh, stellar and uh, just want to echo that for the board. Um, we are the auditor of the stadium company and as part of that we do some other procedures that Todd will describe and so um, I'll turn over to him to explain our work and our and the results. Thanks, Good afternoon. Uh, similar to what I presented last year, I'll provide a summary of the work that we performed on the 331-23 financial statement audit as well as agreed upon procedures. This summary report is being provided in accordance with section 4.2 of the lease. It's a high level summary uh, of the work that we did. We performed two sets of services, the first of which is the audit of LV Stadium Events Company. Secondly, the agreed upon procedures over certain reports provided by uh, the Raiders to the authority. I can report that we carried out our audit in accordance with professional standards and we issued non-qualified opinion on the financial statements. For clarity, an unqualified opinion means the financial statements were prepared in accordance uh, with U.S. GAAP, and there were no material misstatements. Secondly, on the agreed-upon procedures reports, we performed procedures on the information that was provided by the Raiders to the authority. Those procedures were carried out, and there were no exceptions identified in the, in the performance of those procedures. I'd like to thank uh, Raiders management for 
the help that they provided throughout the course of the audit and agree upon procedures and happy to answer any questions that the board may have. Thanks, Todd. Um, any questions um, for KPMG? Great. Thank right. you. Thank you. Um, agenda item 11 uh, is to review and potentially approve the uh, proposed UNLV football schedule. Um, for this year, I'm not quite sure what they would do if we said no, but uh, Mr. Nickham here to, to ask if we need to. Um, for, for those who are new to uh, the board or the process, um, you know, there's a there's a process in place um, in uh, a joint use agreement um, between um, the Raiders and UNLV regarding um, scheduling of UNLV home games um, during the immediate regular season. That happens a kind of normal um, process where NFL announces their schedule and um, UNLV gets their home schedule. Um, that are, uh, actually prior to um, the, the NFL uh, announcing their schedule, they work through that process and make sure that um, those uh, schedules are integrated. Um, there's also a, a process uh, in that agreement uh, for scheduling games into the future uh, where UNLV has the opportunity um, to schedule a game seven years out and a game four years out um, as long as it does not conflict um, with a major priority event uh, that the Raiders have already scheduled on those dates. Um, the, the Raiders have been um, flexible. I want to thank them uh, for that and allowing um, that time frame to be a little more adjustable than uh, abiding exactly um, around the seven and four year timeframes. Um, we really appreciate that. Um, the other part that is worth mentioning um, is that the Raiders and UNLV um, have alternating access to Labor Day weekend uh, for that schedule. And Mr. Newcomb, you can correct anything or add anything that you would like to that. Um, but the schedule that um, UNLV is presenting is um, obviously before you today. And um, if you have any questions, uh, we can try and answer them or Mr. Newcomb can as well. Sure, Mr. Chair, just a quick thank you to uh, obviously the Raiders as well as uh, Melissa and and Chris over at Allegiant, very smooth this year. So um, we're happy with that. And uh, the alternating uh, Labor Day agreement, you know, we've been able to change to accommodate some of their needs. So we really appreciate all the help we get from uh, the Raiders and Allegiant. Great. Thanks. Anybody have any questions? Entertain a motion to approve. So moved. Second. A motion. And second. Uh, all in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Great. Thank you. Um, agenda item 12 is uh, consideration of uh, potential approval and adoption of the Stadium Authority's five-year capital investment program. We'll turn it over to Mr. Ward. Thank you, Chairman. Um, agenda item number 12 uh, relates to simply the, the five-year capital improvement plan, which is a, a state-mandated uh, requirement to, to provide to the state pursuant to Nevada Revised Statutes 350 and 354. Uh, what you'll notice in the five-year CIP plan is essentially a one-year allocation of about $34.5 million worth of potential um, 
capital expenditures. This is not to suggest that there are plans for that funding. This just allows that money to be spent in the event that it needed to be. These are also the same exact dollar amounts that this body approved at the May uh, board meeting uh, in the budgeting process for fiscal year 24. So this is just a uh, somewhat of a formality in terms of reporting the same information in the five-year CIP plan back to the state. Thank you, Mr. Gordon. Any questions from the board on that? If not, I would entertain a motion to approve and adopt. I moved. Second. Motion and second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Great. And passes as well. Uh, agenda item 13 is to review and potentially approve um, the proposed revocable license and maintenance agreement between the stadium authority, events company, and Clark County. Uh, Mr. Gordon. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, the agreement before you today is uh, largely for the LV Stadium Events Company. Um, they developed uh, a storm drain facilities at Allegiant Stadium, really to di discharge groundwater uh, away from the property. This agreement allows for those facilities to connect into uh, Clark County's storm drain facilities and provide other access rights. So that's what's included in this licensing agreement. We do have Mark Arnold on the line. Uh, um, outside counsel for the stadium authority that really negotiated and worked through the the details of this particular agreement, but this has already been um, signed off on from those various bodies, at least their legal counsel, and is now ready for your review and potential approval. Great. Thank you, Mr. Gordon. Uh, any questions from the board for either Mr. Gordon? Or... Okay. Entertain uh, a motion to approve. Motion for approval. Second. The motion is second. All in favor, please say aye. Aye. Great. That path is as well. Um, thanks for joining us, Mr. Arnold, by the way. Glad to have you. Appreciate your work. Happy to be here. With that, uh, we'll open agenda item 14, which is public comments. Any member of the public that uh, would like to address the board? Jeremy, come give that speech again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, uh, we are adjourned then. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Chairman. I think your mic is set up for you to sound good. Yeah. <laughs>